How's everybody doing tonight? Y'all doing well? We had like this pocket of people like right here, and then there's a few on this side. <laughs> uh, uh, let's just worship the Lord for a moment. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just welcome you and we worship you. Thank you, Father. We just we just bring our, our hearts together as one tonight. Uh, before we get into our, our teaching uh, clip to, to watch tonight, Lord, we just we just worship you. Oh, we just set our hearts on you. Thank you, Father, that we are vessels, Lord, that you can flow through. Well, Father, we worship you. We worship you. We thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. Lord, that we can be a body of believers joined together and unified to pray out the perfect will of God, a body of believers to pray out the hidden wisdom of God. To pray out things that our eye hadn't seen or ear heard nor entered into the heart of man, but the things that you will reveal by your spirit. And Lord, we just open our hearts to pray things that we will walk in the days, the weeks, the months, and years ahead. The perfect will. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Danny, play that clip. Okay, when you come to prayer meetings, as you grow, there will be less teaching and more praying. But what we're patterning for you is the way you can have prayer meetings. Is you, is you give a bit of information, a bit of teaching on a subject, and then you begin to release prayers corporately. So I, I, I don't mean to offend you. I don't want to offend you. But if I do offend you, then you should pray. And get rid of your offense. <laughs> like I said last night, there is no right or wrong way to have a prayer meeting. Although I think there are many prayers that are more effective, more powerful, and are dynamic and make power available to work than other prayers. Like if I pray my emotions and I pray what words I find in myself, well, God hears them, but that's not a surprise to Him. He can't do anything with it. Only the Holy Spirit can maybe comfort you a little bit. But that's all you might feel is a bit comforted. Well, if you're living as a Christian that's looking for one comfort after another, guess what? Your whole life is just going to look for one comfort after the other. And then you're never going to grow up and mature as a Christian. So what you need to do is be someone that says, Hey, I want to become a producing, fruitful, powerful believer. By the way, just so that you know, the most powerful believer on the earth is not a fivefold minister. The most powerful believer on the earth is a completely dedicated disciple. Because if you're a preacher that's called to preach, but you're not a disciple, your gift is wasted. If you're an evangelist and you're leading people to the Lord, but you are not a disciple, your gift may work, but before God... You're not accomplishing much. Because it's just your gift working. It's not the Christ in you that's working. Hello. So the most powerful believer on the planet is not me as Pastor John. It's not an apostle. It's a disciple. Now when you have a, a true disciple who is in the office of a pastor or a disciple, then you've got a powerful dynamic doer that God always intended. Which is why the Apostle Paul said, I beat my body daily. 
I subject myself. I put myself under so that I don't disappoint you in my character and my lifestyle. Because I understand that the Christ in me needs to be the powerful person in me. The disciple in me needs to be the powerful person. I'm just a messenger to deliver the rest. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, I mean, this is a pastor's dream. Right, Pastor Justin? Where you've got a church full of disciples, and they don't... They, you know what a disciple won't do? It won't hang around every corner questioning what he's doing. Why? Well, because you've received the Word. You've been meditating on the Word. You're abiding in Him. The words are abiding in you, and you're speaking the words, and you're asking Him, and He's delivering for you. And so when you come and you hang out in church, it's like, Pastor, we're with you, man. We're with you. We are with you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So when Jesus addressed, when Jesus addressed Matthew, uh, when he addressed Peter in the book of Matthew, and he said, on this rock I will build my church. He, the word church that he used there was the word ecclesia. So he was well aware of what words he was using. Jesus never used a word that the Father didn't authorize him to use. So if he meant to say synagogue, then he would have said synagogue. He did not say synagogue. He said ecclesia. So the ecclesia is those that are citizens of a country, those that are living in their geographic location, that are to come and have... Uh, conversations that would set the rules of government in that area. So when God, when Jesus said to, to Peter, this revelation that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, on this revelation, I will build my ecclesia. What he was do using is he was saying, the revelation of who Christ is to you, will build an ecclesia and the gates of hell cannot stand against that ecclesia. So that ecclesia means that's a citizenship of people that are called in a location and they are called together by a council and they would normally send out someone who would be a caller and he would call them out and say, we're having ecclesia, we're having ecclesia. And what that meant is that we're going to discuss matters of importance of governance. So if you want to hear what's going on in, in, in the community and you want to have a say about what's going on in the community, come to the Ecclesia. So when Jesus called Peter and said to Peter on this revelation that Christ is the Son of the living God, on this revelation I will build my Ecclesia and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it or will not prevail against it. What's he saying? He's saying, I'm built on the revelation of who I am my words abiding in you, you can become the governing, ordering, ordaining, commanding, rule-setting people in that region, in that territory, in order for the government 
to work so that the gates of hell cannot stand against us. So why do you think the church is in such poor condition? The church is in poor condition because the church doesn't understand Ecclesia. So I ask you tonight, believers, do you want to be part of an Ecclesia church? You see, if you're an Ecclesia church, you're committed to the community. You're committed to stay there. You can't just say, I don't like the way these guys conduct Ecclesia. I think I'll go somewhere else. And oh, well, that doesn't sound so good. I'll go somewhere else. If you're called to an Ecclesia, and certainly heritage of faith is a, is a well-established Ecclesia. How do I know that? Because the message that is being preached here is a message that is the truth in the Word of God. Not only that, it is properly orchestrated and structured according to the Word of God. With apostolic oversight, pastoral oversight, and a, and a structure of leadership in the church. It's a proper church. So how do, you, how do you orchestrate Ecclesia? I've heard this. Uh, so, first thing I'm going to say is, at this point in time, Pastor Justin has appointed me tonight to be the facilitator of an Ecclesia. Normally, he would do it, or someone else would do it, Facilitate an ecclesia. We're talking about corporate prayer. Okay. So we're facilitating an ecclesia. Now I, if we are going, the way that you are sitting now and the way you're paying attention, it means you're listening to me, you're interpreting what I'm saying, you're, you're kind of taking it in and you're getting ready to, to uh, be ready to respond to it. Right? So you're doing a proper function of ecclesia. Let me show you what an Ecclesia is not. I need, a, I need Pastor Sharon and my son Bryn, will you come up for a minute? Pastor Christie, just come up for a minute. Here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to announce that we are just going to pray for Pastor Justin and Annette. Okay. okay. What I want you to do is just walk around and pray in the Spirit. So we pray for Pastor Justin and Annette. And uh, Lord, we ask you to bless them and uphold them and encourage them. Bless them, Lord. Okay, thank you. <laughs> do you think that's what an ecclesia sounds like? If you do that in a, in a legislative meeting in Fort Worth or Tarrant County, they'll throw you out because you're disturbing the peace. So what Christians think is a corporate prayer meeting is a whole bunch of individuals that come to church, they get a subject, and then they walk around the building saying, I wonder what I'm eating for dinner tonight. I wonder where the best lamb chops are. Or the next beef fillet is. Oh, those guys are finished. Maybe there's another subject. Let's go up there and find out what's going on. I don't mean to offend you, but if you're offended, get over it. Because that's not corporate prayer. That's just a bunch of people coming as individuals together to pray individually. And so then, corp then corporate prayer meetings are nothing more than a personal prayer meeting that you can have at home. And so that's why people stay at home. 
They don't come to four corporate prayer meetings because they can do the same thing at home. So why must I come and do it in church when I'm doing the same thing at home? (laughs) So, again, you know, if you choose to pray like that, you know, it's better you pray than you don't pray. And it's, okay, I mean, you know, pray on your own, fine. You can do whatever praying you want to do on your own. I'm just sharing with you that we have pressed into God for many, many years, because we recognize that unless you have a praying church continuously, we've heard this from all of the men of God that have put us into our lives, that prayer is one of the most difficult meetings to keep alive. It's also one of the most important things that you can ever do in a church is to pray. So how is it possible that prayer meetings keep closing down, and yet it's the most important thing to keep alive? Well, there's not, maybe it's not what we're doing, it's how we're doing it. So if it's how we do it, is it not better for us rather than go off and pray over here because I feel safe praying here? Get over yourself and don't feel safe. It's not about your comfort. It's about what you're about to do for God. It's about about having a facilitator that's hearing from God, a spiritual leader in the church, and he pronounces what we are going to be ecclesiaing about. Ruling about in the spirit, and then we get to praying together. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, tomorrow we'll get into more of some of the structure of how we go about it. And tonight I've just illustrated one point to you about how, how we think the enemy has been able to distract the church. And stop corporate prayer meetings because it's one of the most dangerous, powerful things that can happen in the universe. Good stuff. Amen. I love Pastor John, man. Thank you, Father. God is so faithful. My dad was watching service. My dad was watching service on on Wednesday. He goes, "So when did you start wearing glasses?" <laughs> and I said, well, "At night I do." <laughs> um, but we're going to pray over um, our nation. I'm going to pray over leaders. But I want to read something. A lot of times we we read First Timothy, but I want to read something in a book that I'm uh, currently going through. Um, it's the book's called uh, "In Search of Paul." And um, and talking about praying for leaders and for all people, I, it's a little bit to read here, but I, I believe it's important um, as we as we pray over our leaders today. It says one cannot read Paul's letters without realizing how essential prayer was in his life. He knew that ministry was not something he did in his own ability and strength. Paul was continually mindful that all he did was in concert and partic- partnership with God. As a result, we see him regularly praying for his readers and speaking words of blessing over them, even requesting prayer for himself. When Paul wrote Timothy, he admonished him to make a prayer primary and integral part of his life and ministry and to make it central in the life of the church as well. He goes on in, uh, in here in First, uh, First Timothy 2, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people, ask God to help them intercede on their behalf, 
give give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and for all that are in authority so we can live a peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Uh, then he says this, These prayers, intercessions, and givings of thanks were initially directed towards all people, but then Paul specifies the inclusion of kings and all who are in authority. No doubt many have found praying for earthly rulers to be challenging, as there have been no shortage of corrupt leaders throughout history, with numbers of them opposing the people and the work of God. Perhaps no one personified the grace to pray more than William Tyndale. Tyndale's translation of the New Testament into English language drew the wrath of both secular and religious officials. Before Tyndale was strangled to death and his body burned at the stake, his final words were, Lord, open the king of England's eyes. Concerning Paul's admonition to Timothy, Rick Renner writes, If anyone needed prayer, it was the unsaved kings who possessed lofty positions of power and authority in the first century. Most believers in the New Testament times had no option to vote, so they did what they could do. I'm sure if they had been given the right to vote, they would have rushed to the polling booths to cast their votes, but the only vote they could cast was in prayer. So they prayed. Since their governmental leaders were entrenched in power and there was nothing they could do to change it, these early believers took their role in prayer very seriously. This is a great reminder that none of our political views or preference negate God's word, with, uh, which teaches us that we are to pray for all people, including those in authority. Along these same lines, it's important to remember that Jesus' very clear directives. You have heard that the law says, love your neighbor and hate your enemies, but I say to you, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you'll be acting a true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that. If you are, if you are kind only to your friends, how are you any different than anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Perhaps we've read that so many times that we fail to absorb the meaning and impact that Jesus intended for it to have. Try putting yourself into the shoes of those who first heard these words in addition to whatever personal enemies the different individuals might have had. Jesus was speaking to Jewish people who had known many enemies on a national level. They had been held captive by the Egyptians, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, and they were currently under Roman occupation and oppression. They had struggled against the Canaanites, the Malachites, the Edomites, the Moabites, the Syrians, the Ammonites, the Midianites, and the Philistines, just to name a few. The Israelites had struggled for survival for so long, and now Jesus comes along and tells them, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Paul refers to one of his fellow workers named Clement. In Philippians chapter 4. It is unknown if this is the same individual who later became a bishop in the, in the empire's capital city. But Clement of Rome prayed this. Now listen to this. And he's praying this. Our rulers and governors upon the earth. You master. This is his prayer. You master have given the power of the kingdom to them through your magnificent and indescribable power. So that we may know the glory and honor given to them by you. And be subject to them, in no way opposing your will. To whom, Lord, give health, peace, harmony, and good disposition, so that they may administer the government given by you to them without stumbling. 
For you, Heavenly Master, King of the ages, have given to the sons of men glory and honor and power over the things that belong upon the earth. You, Lord, direct their plan according to what is good and pleasing in your presence, so that piously administering with peace and gentleness the authority given by you to them, they may experience your mercy. The only one able to do these things, even better things for us, to you we give you praise. Through the high priest and defender of our souls, Jesus Christ, through whom be glory and majesty to you both now and for all generations. Incidentally, at the time Clement wrote this prayer, Domitian, the emperor who exiled John to Patmos, was ruling as the emperor. Clement's prayer is a dynamic reminder that we are not just to pray for leaders because we appreciate their politics or agree with their policies. In the midst of Paul's admonition admonition for Timothy to pray is a vital truth that should govern all we do, that God desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Never forget and never underestimate the power of prayer. Richard Halverson, who served as a chaplain for the United States Senate for 14 years, said this, Intercession is truly universal work for the Christian. No place is closed to intercessory prayer. No continent, no nation, no organization, no city, no office. There is no power on earth that can keep intercession out. Wow. <laughs> I know that was a lot of, lot of reading there, but just understanding that nothing can stop our prayers. God's word coming out of our spirit released out of our mouth in faith, cannot be stopped. That's what we're coming to do. That's this ecclesia that we're a part of. Hallelujah. And I believe we're walking in the things that we have been praying. Hallelujah. I believe we're the things that we're seeing in services and revelation that is coming forth. I believe is the things that we have prayed out and are praying out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. Carol, I'm going to put you on the spot. Come on up. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you haven't had a chance, I encourage you to listen to the podcast last Friday of Carol. I, I enjoyed that so much. I finally got a chance to listen to it. So, um, But to start us off, just praying over our nation and as the Lord directs you. Praise you, Father. Let's just begin in tongues. We'll unite our hearts and minds together right here. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. O brisebe gite steka tanglan gold or dibe gire barada. Candoste banglan gando stebe gi. Kiger or oria stande labrada, kibigi geko tonga denga dada de belli, kigengo dodo di ste braka bragging de ste labrida e kide, kanglongorodo di bridi se bigigengo labrida e stabida di se, kigego dosto lo di be deng lombri sing limbridi se, brastangandandos. 
so lordi dibi gike lordo brudoso brandeste bridigi geg lordosto brande deste i'm going to say something but keep praying in tongues even while i say it and i'll be right back with you on that but just think of the 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 mysteries that we're speaking over this nation in every facet and part of it right now through the through the ministry of the language of the spirit and they say but it keep things that are beyond our natural understanding and and our natural knowledge and like that just think of the power that's released right now and they say but it keep again going deep but it keep again lobria Nandorodi sebi gigenglongaradie se arandiste brokobogo do lobridi sebi gigengodidi andelebridi sebi gigengodorodi bridi sebi gigengondi stebrada kite se kigengolodo di bridi asambrande ste kibi gigenglom rosto bridie bigigenglo bridie sebi gigengodo kandeste this nation is yours this nation is yours this territory of the United States is yours and we're here to take it we're here to have dominion over it this is one nation under God if we take it then you take it if we don't take it then you don't get it from the east coast to the west coast from the north to the south we take all of the territory of the United States of America in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we declare the Lordship of Jesus over our nation and kite say bra kite lo bro kite ambra sabra kibigite we declare your sovereign rule because we acknowledge you ambra sabra kibigige lo bro sobri kibigike ngoro so lo bri kibigike lo briande nankara di sabri kibigike ngoto lo di bigite le bridia Ki kangoro so bro kibigi kango di stay liberty a stay. Ki kango do lobri sibigi jabri gibigi. Ki kangoro so bra kibigi ganglo briatididibidi say. Karadibigi gala da dusta bra kambane. And we bring all of the government leaders before the throne of grace. All the national government leaders, all the state government leaders, all the local government leaders, every man and woman, we bring before your throne of grace and we come to obtain mercy. We come to obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Well-timed and appropriate help coming just when needed. Keep it at ease, say, begite, that he is stay, but at ease, stay.
Kibigi Gango D stay but a gun gloco tea but a D stay. Now I tell you what's stirring in my heart. It's just the heart of every one of these government people. Every man and every woman. That they would have a day of reckoning. Before they step into the eternity. Their eternity. We ask you, first of all, to save them to the uttermost. That you would thrust labors of harvest across their path over and over and over and over. Over and over and over and over and over. Speak to them in a language they understand. Hallelujah. Do it, God, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Sit on them. Sit on them. Sit on them. Sit on them. Turn their hearts toward you. May these prayers turn their hearts toward you. 
Thank you. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The Brokoki Kengong Dishdeba Kataladada. Niki Gadadia Stoko Tolodo di Biggie Day. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. We thank you for moving in this nation. Oh, we thank you, Father, for the great awakening that's happening in this nation. We thank you, Father, for the harvest that's coming to this nation. The harvest that's coming into the kingdom of God. We thank you. Hallelujah. No sobreti ishi. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, I know most leaders are leading out of, out of what they think is right, or leading out of, uh, of experience, or leading out of what um, the way they think things should be done. But I thank you, Lord, that they will shift, and they will lead. They will lead out of the Spirit. They will lead. They will lead. They will have wisdom beyond their years and beyond their experience. Wisdom beyond their years, beyond their platform, about, beyond their preferences and their opinions. Oh, thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Father. Mm. Mm. Cities across this nation that are in great torment and great, great distress and, and distraught and, and clueless because of all the, the, uh, the, 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 the crime and all the things that are happening in pockets throughout this nation. I thank you. There's a great turnaround. There's a great turnaround coming in these communities where the, where the homicides have, have continued to increase and go higher. I thank you. There's a great turnaround because, because the God kind of life is working and flowing within those communities. And you're raising up, you're raising up God voices. You're raising, raising up God voices in Chicago. Raising up God voices in San Francisco, raising up God voices in New Orleans, raising up God voices in inner cities across this nation, raising up God voices, hallelujah, that can lead people out and lead people in, hallelujah, lead people out of darkness and lead them in and bring them into light. Thank you, Father, for a great, a, a, a great shifting, a great shifting, hallelujah, a great tr- a shifting. Oh, hallelujah. A great delemo sorregeshta braya. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. A great shifting in the education. Great shifting in the education, Lord, in these major cities. A great shifting. A great shifting. Thank you that you're putting prophetic voices, voices that carry weight, voices that have authority, voices, hallelujah, that may speak Babylonian but speak on behalf of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Just as Carol pray, praying that they, they speak the right language. Hallelujah. But the words they carry are weighty. Hallelujah. No so rebella. And it's bringing a great shifting. Hallelujah. A great exodus out of th- wrong thinking and into right thinking. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father, that the people of our nation are coming into right thinking. Right thinking. Hallelujah. Right thinking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right thinking. Correct thinking. Positive thinking. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. So rabakate le revocosho so. Oh, nalamaha so brokate le revocosho si. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. Mm. 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 Thank you, Father, that you came to seek and save that which was lost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for 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 prodigal moments. Thank you for Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for Oh Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, not just throughout our nation, but Lord, strategically within our community. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for the, the, the parable of the lost sheep. I thank you for the parable of the lost coin. I thank you for the, for the, the story of the, the prodigal son. Lord, just the, 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 that you left the 99 to go get the one. Oh, I thank you, Lord, that that woman that lost the coin, it said she swept and, and she, she worked diligently and she did all she could and did everything she could just to, to find that one coin. I thank you, Father. And you said that, 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 that there would be great rejoicing because that which was lost has been found. Hallelujah. That which is lost has been found. Hallelujah. That which is broken has been restored. Hallelujah. That which is sick has been healed. 
That which has been, 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 been weighted down and been, been heavy is now light and easy. Thank you, Father. Lord, we, we rejoice. We rejoice. We rejoice for, for those that are lost or coming home. Those that are sick are being healed. Those that are broken are being, mend, are being mended. Thank you. Those that are poor are being made rich. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord, that you're the same yesterday, day, and forever. And I declare, Lord, that, that, that you are seeking the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah is, is, is looking throughout the whole earth. The, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God is looking throughout the whole earth. Hallelujah, Lord. And I thank you that, that those that are lost, those that are broken, those that are without, I thank you, Lord, that they will turn their hearts toward God. They, they will yield to the Holy Spirit and yield to the, to the call that's coming from heaven. Hallelujah. Come to me, all that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. So we rejoice those that are, that are answering that Holy invitation. We, are, we, we rejoice with those that are coming. Hallelujah. And, and, and answering the call. Oh, we, we rejoice in that. We rejoice in advance for those that are being saved in this hour. Those that are, that are coming to you. Those that are, are seeing your hand move and work. Hallelujah. Those that are calling out to you. And those that are crying out to you in this hour. I thank you Lord. Hallelujah. That you are, you are doing great things. You are doing great things in the United States of America. You are doing great things in our community. You're doing great things. Great things. You're doing great things right here. You're doing great things in our schools. You're doing great things in the marriages in our community. You're doing great things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We rejoice in the great things. The great things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those extraordinary things. Those things, Father, that are exceedingly abundant above all we could ask, think, or dream, or imagine. Oh, we rejoice in those things. We rejoice in the work that you're, that's happening. We rejoice. Hallelujah. In the, in the present day work of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The present, presence day work of the Holy Ghost. Oh, we rejoice in the present day work of the Holy Ghost. Oh, the present day work of the Holy Ghost. Oh, the present day work of the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you. Oh, for the present day work of the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Holy Ghost, we honor you. Holy Ghost, we honor you. Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. You said no one comes to the Father unless the Holy Ghost leads them. So, Lord, I thank you that they're yielding to your leading. Hallelujah. They're yielding to your leading. Hallelujah. They're answering. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Father, I thank you that there are many lost in this hour. Hallelujah. That they cannot sleep and they cannot rest. Hallelujah. Until they, until they yield. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I declare those that this church body... Hallelujah. Ha have encountered the people that, that have encountered heritage of faith people. That have sown a scripture. Sown a word. Sown a, so, sown a, a prayer. Sown a seed. 
I declare that those seeds that have been sown are coming up now. And they cannot sleep or rest until they yield. Mm. Oh, la maha ravaya. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Mm, mm. Yes, Lord. Mm. Mm. Oh, thank you, Father. Mm. Oh, thank you, Father. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. Mm. Oh, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Lord. The pockets of revival are continuing to burn and continue to expand and continue to grow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. Now let's shift over and pray over Dr. Savell. As we focus on him being an apostle, not just to this house, but through many churches. Something to understand about apostles. There's a lot of different things I could say, but I would just pull out this one statement. That an apostle, an apostolic anointing, can literally take a church to new levels in its spiritual growth that it could never reach apart from the apostles' anointing. Hallelujah. So, Father, we, we bring Dr. Savell before you as this ecclesial. Lord, we bring him as an apostle in our lives. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord, that, that, that we, we sow him to the nations. Hallelujah. As an apostle to the nations. Hallelujah, Father, and I thank you the churches that he's in in Europe right now, Father. I thank you they're going to another level. They're going to new levels. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord, that they, that the churches he's going into, I thank you when he leaves those churches, I thank you that they possess a new sense of dominion. They, they, they possess a new sense of authority. They, they, they possess a new sense of hope. They place, a, they, they have a new sense of vision. Thank you, Father, that, 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 
that that because of uh, uh, of the, the the anointing of J uh, of Joseph, the anointing of Joseph as as Joseph left everywhere he went, that the place prospered more than it was before he got there. And I thank you for for the for the the, the anointing of increase, the anointing of increase that's on Doctor Savell. I thank you, Lord. There is explosive growth, Hallelujah, in the cities he goes into, not just the churches, but in the cities he goes into, into the community he goes into, into the houses he goes into. I thank you, Father, that that you are continuing to expand his voice. You're continuing to expand his influence beyond anything that he's seen up to this time in 53 years of ministry. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that every, every distraction is removed, that every stronghold is brought down. I thank you that he operates in the seeing and the knowing. I, Father, I thank you that his words are weighty words. I thank you, Father, that he carries in an apostolic anointing Hallelujah. That, that causes pastors to become pioneers within their communities. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Also, just also we have coming up, the end of this month, we have our, we call President's Cabinet. It's our missions board. And him and Miss Carolyn will be ministering to that board in, in special meetings and down in South Lake. And um, it's just people that are part of our missions. And um, let's intercede over that meeting. Hallelujah. Miss Carolyn will be speaking and Dr. Savell will be speaking. So, brokatom brendikishti. Oh, the phrase I hear in my spirit is, it will be beyond the norm. It will be beyond the norm. How it will be beyond the norm. Oh, Father, yes, and expand the expectation of those that come. Expand the expectation of those that come. Oh, Father, we call the hotel ballroom. We call the hotel and everyone involved, we call those things into the ministry. We call those those facilities into the ministry, things that are needful for the master's use. Hallelujah. We declare that it is anointed ground. We declare that it's holy ground. And I thank you, Father, that everything will work and flow smoothly as it should. Hallelujah. Everything will flow. The grace of God will be on every will be on everything needing to 
take place. Hallelujah. And it will be beyond the norm. It will be beyond the norm. Even now, even now giving insight, even now giving divine revelation, even now, even now, fresh, fresh, new insight beyond the norm Embrendikia tumbrogo bokushtikia talava basetele boushe niliando o ya babakata la boushe kindi ishi o romogonde rindigiri ishu tor rabaya o haha moseni ishi o ya talamaha so kor rabaya hallelujah mm. hallelujah mm. Now, the last thing on my heart tonight for us to press into with our time remaining, I'm going to read some, some scriptures here. There's a, there's a phrase that's been going on in my heart, um, really, since Dr. Svelle ministered last week, the Sunday before, and it's the phrase, the weight of his glory. The weight of his glory. And then the, and then the understanding of the the miraculous that's connected to His glory. When Moses declared, "Show me Your glory," and God said, "I will make all my goodness pass before you," and we know He says, "You won't be able to see my front side, but you see my back side." If you get into chapter thirty-four, it tells us that that. And it said, and God passed by him and he saw his mercy. So there's a connection of glory, goodness, and mercy. And um, and then this other scripture, um, I didn't get it, didn't talk about it yesterday. But, but Isaiah 60 is familiar to a lot of us. Rise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will rise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. So if the Lord rises above us and his glory is seen upon us, that means we see his goodness upon us and we see his mercy upon us. Then it says, Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up your eyes around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your son shall come from afar. And your daughter shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant. And your heart shall swell with joy. Because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. That's talking about souls being saved. Then it says the wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. 
But then you get down to verse 7, it says, And all the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered together. The rams of Neboeth shall minister to you. And then he says this, They shall ascend with acceptance on my altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. I could go through quite a few scriptures here, but then over verse 13 says, The glory of Lebanon shall come to you, the cypress, the pine, and the box tree together. Then he says this, To beautify to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and I will make the place of my feet glorious. And, and what I want us to press into these next five minutes as we pray, um, pray this out is for us as a church, like even yesterday, I, I think we went to a certain place, but I, you know, it was kind of like hitting a lid in, in certain things. Even though it was, I believe it was a great service, I believe the will of God was accomplished and done, but, but I think there's sometimes we're hitting a lid into some things, and, and that's why we're talking about desire, because you can only go far as people will, will, will go. And, and so with that, just praying over the, the weight of God's glory, which is His goodness and His mercy, and because I believe we're going to see some unusual miracles in this season that we're in. Unusual miracles. Unusual miracles. Things that people have been standing for for a long time. Unusual, extraordinary miracles. But he says, I'm going to beautify the place of my sanctuary and I will make the place of my feet glorious. Hallelujah. If you take the revelations, he said, you know, he's walking, Jesus walks through the churches. And so he's going to make his place of his feet glorious. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Anybody have an unction? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Not to pray at your head. Hallelujah. Mm. I just wanted to share this. I had the privilege of being... uh, at Calvary Cathedral when Rodney Howard Brown came in May of 1994, 93, was it 93? And he stayed there for a long, long time. And he kept saying something that I'd never heard. And he said, you got to get hungry. you got to get hungry. you got to get hungry. I never heard that phrase or anything like that. And by the end of the month, this was in June, all of a sudden I realized... Hey, I'm not hungry. And I've been going to the morning meetings and the night meetings. I went, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. He said, you got to get hungry. All I could relate it to was, if I don't go to the refrigerator, I will get hungry. I will get hungry. I can force myself to get hungry. So this is how I did it. I didn't go to some meetings for a few days, and so I could force myself to get hungry. But you know what? There is a better way than that. I found out, and that is to ask God to give you a hungry heart. Were you? Did you say that? Oh, that's good because not a lot of people don't say that. <laughs> no, I was at David's. I went to my son's lunch service yesterday, the lunching service. So anyway, asking for a hungry heart, but it also requires a, a weighty responsibility on us. 
and you can't be casual about it six days a week and pop up on Sunday and say, give me a hungry heart. You, you've got a hunger for him. You've got a hunger for him. You've got a hunger for him because it's this group right here that's going to carry the weight of it. So we got to ask him for a hungry heart. <laughs> that's hallelujah. Mm. Oh, Father, just the weight of your glory. The weight of your glory. Mm. Oh, the weight of your glory. Mm. Your glory is weighty. The heaviness of everything that's good. The weightiness of your goodness. That your weight of your goodness and your love and your mercy would just settle on this property in such a way mm. Mm. the weight of your glory. Mm. Yesterday I talked about desire and talked about hungry, being hungry for God. Hunger now. Blessed are those that hunger now. Blessed are those that hunger now. Mm. Thank you, Father. They shall be filled. Hallelujah. And I believe that that is the, the, the being filled with what? The weight of His glory. The weight of His glory. Mm. We will step into a time where we're, we will no longer have to wait for the weight of His glory. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, Ramando. So. Hallelujah. Yeah, let's just intercede for just just praying the word, praying praying what was ministered yesterday. Kendolo hunger, just with a focus on hunger. Elomo rakata shte delo oche, azombro gata torogo brendelegi, igolomo gobaka teleboko redeleda, umbrondele de mo osombro gata lono, o yembendi liando koto, o shembranda la bakato brende, abrandele bogota randele gotore, andologo shembranda la ka, e kalamo o shebrata la bo oche, e kalamo o Shembrande, abratalabo o shebrande, ambokoi. Ikala mo oshe, abrababakato redele, omba rindele boko rede, o yandele mo oshembranda, alomoko rendele no, o zemendi liando koye, alono shembrande le kunde, aromogombranda da boko shekena, andologo shebrakatele de de boye, yemende rinde la koma maye, yendele boko rengela da kandele gede de boose, 
Adromogonde Rindelegando Kushe, Asobreketoro, O Mayandele Mokore de Lenamoya, Yemosoregena, Adromogo Brandela Carro do Kushe, Adromogon Brende de Daboko Rende, Alone Shanda Randela Bokore, O Rendelini Andoro Gosho, O Rendelini Miaso, Oh, the word is bringing forth fruit. The word is bringing forth fruit. The word is bringing forth fruit. Hungry hearts all around. Hungry hearts all around. Oh, from the young. Hallelujah to the older. Hungry hearts all around. Hungry hearts. Hungry hearts. Hungry now, hungry, hungry now, hungry now. No so re de o lomogota rande de de gete rebo oche o zomomogonde rende le de de bocoso o rende le de de catorre de 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 bose o yende le ne moco rende le catolomosa a romogombron de le de bocotore o shamando regaina ho ho eta so ro o hungry. Hungry, dele stombro gato torre, ato sorro gote, orandele nikiando, oromogo say passion, passion being stirred, oh passion being renewed, orandele negidi ando dogosho so, oh yeah to sorro go so, oh what is that scripture, Father? Orandele monso, orogotorogotorande, oh zemende niando. Locosho cosa, eh, rogotor, rogotor, rebea, o yandele mocosa, randele de bocoso, o rande de bocosho, socor, rebaya, o ramamamande rinde de registi, o romogosho, corre de 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 rebaya. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, shoragaya. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer. And have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. That's crave. That's require. Require your face. Seek your face. Father, we declare that the people of this house... All the people connected to this house, I thank you, Father. They have, they are seekers. Seekers. And they're turning from their ways. Hallelujah. You're hearing from heaven. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you that your eyes and your heart will be here perpetually. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. The weight of your glory. The weight of your glory. The weight of your glory on this property. It's the weight of your glory when the worship team plays and releases their gifts. It's the weight of your glory. When Jesus taught, it said, the power of the Lord was present to heal. That was the weight of the glory. As Jesus opened his mouth and taught, the weight of God's glory fell in the room. When they worshiped, the weight of the glory would fill the house. I thank you for the weight of your glory. And Father, we expect, we believe for the miraculous. Thank you, Father. I just align with what you said through Dr. Savell. It'll be hard for anyone to stay sick in this church. Hallelujah. Even Jesus even said greater, greater things. Greater things because I go to the Father. You'll see greater things. Hallelujah. Mm, greater things. We welcome greater things. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Man, if the glory of God filled the latter house, and wow, what would it be like as the glory fills our house? Mm, this, this tabernacle, but also the corporate anointing. Hallelujah. Mm. I thank you for the weight of your glory. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The weight of your glory. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Father. <sighs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Mm. Praise you, Father.
Father, I thank you for Vic and the Restore team. Pastor Phil, Vic, and the entire Restore team, I thank you for just your divine presence and divine life just to fill their sessions, their times together. I thank you, Father, for just every stronghold being broken. I thank you for drawing people into that meeting. And I thank you, Father, that you will be present and do what you do best. And that is to bring freedom, bring discipleship, bring change. And they see, we see lives being restored. It's your weight of your glory be on everything that we do, Lord. We thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. We'll go give him Jesus.